It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings Tashay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. What's up? Yo! Hey! It's a little weird this time. It feels, it feels a lot different. Well, I can't see your face, and that bugs me a little bit. There you go. <laughs> I'll sit back here. There you go. And so I have to tell you guys, so I was listening to our last episode, which would have been Sage's last episode. Yeah. yeah. And I was telling the story about my friend knowing weird facts about potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I sort of freaking God, if I say the word potatoes. One more time. <laughs> I said like seven times in like the course of 30 seconds. Oh my god. You had gosh. to make it known that it was about potatoes. It was uh, about a potato. Well, it was just so weird that like out of all the things, that's what it was. What was it? Oh my gosh. I don't remember what his fact was, but it was about potatoes. Like potatoes, yeah, exactly. It was potatoes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh well. I was telling Deshay that I changed my story last minute. The one that I told you guys about, I wasn't able to find enough information as quickly. So that's going to be a future mm. episode, but this okay. one's a little while too. I'm excited. You guys ready? We're just jumping right in. Let's go. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the story of Jennifer Cave. Uh, Jennifer Cave was born March 12th in 1984 in Austin, Texas. She was one of four siblings, so she had a pretty large family. Uh, It was just like a regular, normal family that lived in Austin. Uh, Her parents were always super supportive of her. Uh, She was really good in school. She was uh, part of a lot of uh, extracurriculars, like cheerleading. Um, In her late teens... Do what? That's one of those hard words. One of those hard words. Extracurricular. You said it right, though. Good job. Thanks. I had to slow down. (laughs) Um, In her late teens, her parents parents divorced, and her mother soon remarried. Uh, His name was Jim Sedwick. Uh, He lived in Corpus Christi, and so they moved to Corpus Christi, and it became like a blended family. Um, he loved the, the kids, like, just like his own. So all the kids were living all together, uh, in Corpus Christi. So she, uh, finishes high school in Corpus. Uh, she graduates in 2002. Um, and then she decides to go to, uh, Texas university for finance for college. Um, yeah. So after one semester, uh, she drops out because it's not, like what she thought it was going to be. So she moved back. She moves back to Austin um, and she still wanted to work in finance, but then she, she realized that if she really wants to get into it and not have to go through the schooling that she did not like, then she would have to start very low and then just like build her way up basically like apprenticing, kind of moving up where you need to. Uh, So she decided to go to the Austin community college um she went to school during the day and then she was a waitress at night she was just like a normal college kid um she had a whole lot of friends um she would go to parties a lot um and as you do in college she starts experimenting with drugs um she starts smoking weed and uh taking party drugs they it it didn't say what kind of drugs they were but it said party drugs there are party Uh, drugs I'm I'm pretty sure every drug is a party drug. Yeah. If you, I mean, you think about well, exactly. Yeah, I'm like thinking of like the. But do you take it like raves? Ecstasy, Molly. Ecstasy, Molly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's the thing that came to my head yeah, when I don't know. You said party um, drug. So, but she she was the good kid, so she didn't make a habit of it. Um, she was really focused on school and her career. She really wanted to move forward with that. Um, but, uh, that wasn't the case with all of her friends, uh, and she's in Austin. So Mm. Austin's really well known for that kind of stuff. Uh, keep Mm -hmm. Austin weird. Um, but, uh, one of her friends that she knows, uh, from school and just around Austin, his name is Colton. This, this last name is so hard. Patonyak. Okay. 
Petaniac. Colton Petaniac. Uh, Colton was born in Arkansas, and he was a good old church boy. He was very Southern mm-hmm. Baptist, and he his whole family was very, very religious. Okay. Um, yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, his, I know, as I say, know some of those people. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, his childhood revolved only around the church and being obedient to his parents. Huh, okay. Um, he went through, he even went through, uh, private schools growing up. So he was like immersed in this like religious Christianity. That's all that he really knew. He went to private schools, Mm -hmm. a Christian private school until high school. And then he went to a Catholic school. Um, he was a very, very good student. Uh, he was in the top 10 of his class at his high school. And he was even 166th place in all of Arkansas. So he's a really smart kid. And uh, he earned a a scholarship to UT of Austin for finance, which is uh, what Jennifer was going for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So when uh, moving to Austin, obviously he's a sheltered, like religious kid and he's moving to Austin. Right. So uh, his rebellious streak, yeah, his rebellious streak starts. um, He starts going to parties at college and, he slowly starts drinking mm-hmm. and then starts doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, uh, it, it started becoming out of, out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because he was thrown into it so quickly. Um, so it became out of control and uh, his parents sent him to rehab. Uh, he was in rehab for a while and he did stay sober for a little while. But when he got back to school, he fell back into his old ways and his his sobriety path didn't stay on the path to sobriety for very long. So um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he was like actually really bad or if it was like normal college kid amount. And, right. and his parents and were like, parents were just like, it. Oh my gosh, yeah. one puff of the devil's lettuce, like yeah. go to rehab. But, a, but how did parent, they know? Like it had to be bad enough for them to find out. It was, it was his friends oh. that let them know about it. Okay. So it oh, was okay. his so friends. If, if your college friends are contacting your religious parents about yeah. how bad you're doing, then something's like really wrong. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. But it, it kind of shows the path of that, like being out on the world in the world on your own and like being able to do whatever you want and having to mm-hmm. have been so sheltered your entire life. Uh, mm-hmm. It can go very wrong, I guess. Um so in uh, after he gets out of rehab, he does stay sober for a while, but that doesn't last a whole long time. In 2004, he's uh, caught with cocaine and sleeping pills on his person. Uh, he pleaded guilty and he only served 20 days in prison. Uh, his lawyer for that case uh, was uh, quoted as saying he's up to his eyeballs and drugs still and he will most likely reoffend. <laughs> his, his lawyer. lawyer? His lawyer, the, the person who's supposed to be defending him for this case. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Colton and Jennifer, uh, they would see each other at parties a lot. And so, they would start, uh, they started hanging out. Um, it never, they were never romantically involved. They both decided it was going to be platonic and they weren't really, like, they were better off as friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so they both dated a whole lot of other people. Uh, Colton date, uh, started dating this girl. And uh, shortly after they started dating, she became obsessed with him. Oh, no. Um, like almost stalking level obsessed with him. Uh, her name is Laura Hall. And um, friends would uh, friends of the couple, they would say that Laura basically like did everything for Colton. She would do anything for him no matter what. And he treated her like trash. He treated her horribly because he, he didn't actually like really care about her, I guess. And it was more of a, she'll do what I want. So I kind of keep her around type situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So eventually they did break up. um, And even though they were broken up, they still hooked up because Laura was still in love with him. And he, he, exactly. He's using He's a piece of trash. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so in 2005, Jennifer graduates, um, and she decides instead of moving back to Corpus with the rest of her family, she's going to stay in Austin. 
she's made enough friends. She's lived there long enough. She's had a really, she's had a good job for a while. Um, and in August of 2005, so right after she graduates, she finds a job at a law firm um, as a legal assistant. Um, and it's not in the finance field that she wanted to go into, but it is something a little more like grown up, I guess, from what she was used to doing, yeah. which was waitressing. Um, yeah. So Jennifer calls her mom um, and lets her know the good news. Um, and her mom noted that Jennifer was always so uh, was self-assured and excited about starting uh, the new job. So she was she knew that she could do this and she was she was really excited about it as well. Um, and it was also moving her towards the path that she's been working for for so long because school has been like her main thing. That's all she's really wanted to do is school. She's, she really wants to move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's supposed to start her job on August 17th of 2005. Um, the night before she, uh, everyone's had this experience where they're about to like first day of school or like start a new job. And you're like, I'm going to go to bed early. And she's laying in bed at like Mm -hmm. nine o'clock and she can't go to bed. She can't go to sleep. She's too excited. And then her phone rings and uh, it's Colton. Colton calls and he somehow heard um, that she got this new job and he wanted to take her out for a few drinks to celebrate. Uh, So Jennifer is like, I mean, like, I really shouldn't because I have this job tomorrow. Like I have to get up early and she's already like tired. She's already in bed, but she was, she was excited. She couldn't sleep Mm -hmm. and it was only a couple drinks and it was Colton. So she wanted to go talk to him and she wanted to like talk to him about this, uh, this new thing that was basically changing her life. Uh, so they went down to sixth street. Um, and, uh, Jennifer did have a couple drinks. Uh, Colton, however, uh, had a steady stream of alcohol. Um, he also, yeah, exactly. It was also noted that, uh, his friends started to become concerned when he would leave the table frequently to go to the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he would, yeah. (laughs) So what you're saying is they should have our sign in the bathroom that says, please don't do cocaine in our bathroom. Please don't do cocaine in our bathroom. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so they, they started to become concerned with his behavior. Uh, all of these, all of these people have been friends for a long time. They all know each other from parties and stuff like that. So I think they know when Colton's getting out of control. Um, Mm -hmm. So he, he, they're in public, they're in sixth street. And if you've ever been to sixth street, there is ridiculous amounts of police officers everywhere. And you, if you even like look like you're acting weird, they will come up to you. Mm -hmm. So downtown Austin, you just have to be very careful. Um, Yeah. And so he's obviously very drunk and really messed up from whatever drugs he's taking. Um, and by this time it's midnight, um, and Jennifer realizes it's midnight and she's like, shit, like I gotta leave. Um, I'm going to take Colton with me because I'm leaving already. So you guys are fine. I'm, I'm going to take him home. Uh, he lost his phone while he was at the bar. So she calls it a few times, they find it. And then they start, um, heading back towards Colton's apartment. Uh, Jennifer made a call from her phone to her friend, Michael, um, it became obvious to Michael that uh, Jennifer was having a hard time controlling Colton because he was so drunk and like messed up from whatever he was taking. Mm, um, Michael even said that he heard on the phone that Colton uh, was punching car windows and he even tried to pee on a car. (laughs) (laughs) And Jennifer's Jennifer. Yeah, exactly. We we've all seen that before. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Jennifer's on the phone with Michael and she's trying to hold on to Colton, but she's also trying to have someone on the phone with her because she's in downtown Austin by herself, basically by herself because this other person's so fucked up. You like, Mm -hmm. you can't. So she's on the phone with somebody. Um, and Michael and Jennifer were not really that close. Like they, they were kind of acquaintances. Like they had seen each other a couple times. Um, and they, they had like friends of friends basically. Um, and so he he did note that it was strange that she had called him of all people and that late at night. Um, hmm. He asked, he it, so because it was so strange to him, he asked if she was okay, uh, just to make sure that everything was all right. And she's like, yeah, everything's fine. There's really nothing to worry about. And she was going to call him in the morning. 
Um, so mm-hmm. August 17th, 2005, this is the day that Jennifer is supposed to start her new job. Uh, Jennifer's mom, Sharon, uh, she was really excited for her daughter to start her new job. She knew how excited Jennifer was for it. Um, so Sharon goes through her day, uh, just waiting to hear from Jennifer basically. Um, and she does receive a call, a, a call from Jennifer's new employer. Uh, Jennifer didn't show up for work. So we knew how excited Jennifer was for this new job. Yeah. Um, she didn't show up for work. Uh, so her mom, she, she tries to call Jennifer. She calls her multiple, multiple times and it just goes straight to voicemail every time. So knowing, uh, knowing that in Austin there's, it's, it's a big college town. Mm -hmm. And if you call the police and say, Hey, I haven't heard from my daughter or my son, but they were out drinking the night before the cops are going to be like, Oh yeah, that's we'll We'll find them eventually Mm -hmm. type thing. Like she didn't, she didn't think that anything was really going to happen. So in 2005, the things were a little less like, crazy and you could get a little more information from people. Uh, so Sharon calls Jennifer's cell phone company um, and she's able to get the last like three or four numbers that she used to call on her phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last number that yeah. she called was Michael. Okay. Yeah. Was the the friend that she was talking to on the phone uh, when she was trying to get Colton home. So um, uh, Sharon gets a hold of Michael um, and he tells her about the call from the night before. Um, and, uh, he said that when, uh, Jennifer had called, it was around midnight and she seemed sober, but Colton was obviously causing her trouble. Uh, Colton's number was one of the other ones that Sharon got from the phone company. Uh, and it was because she called him three or four times to find his phone at the bar. Right. So she knew that was one of the last numbers that, uh, was in there. Um, so she gets a hold of Colton and Colton says, I like, uh, I have no, I don't know where she is and she's not here. So good luck kind of thing. He didn't seem worried about her. Sorry, dude. Um, so Sharon finally decides to call the police, um, because she's done everything she can. So she's going to call the police and see what they can mm-hmm. do. Um, she then, just as a courtesy, she calls Colton and she says, hey, just so you know, I did call the police and um, I told them that you were the last person that she was with. Um, so they, they might come by and ask you a few questions. Just a, just a courtesy of, she she doesn't suspect anything because she doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so the next day, Sharon hadn't heard anything from the Austin Police Department. Um, so Sharon and her husband, Jim, uh, they decide to drive to Austin and see what they could find out. Uh, they're going to like be detectives and they're going to figure this shit out. Absolutely. Um, I, I just want to say like, they're badass. like good for them. Yeah. Like they are not playing around. They are not waiting. They are like, no, let's get our ass down. Yeah. And figure this, shit out. this is, yeah. this is the next day that they haven't heard from their daughter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and they obviously know something's wrong because she missed her first day of the job that she was so excited about. Um, so the police did find Jennifer's car and it was outside of Colton's apartment. Um, the, so they were, they basically, they, they found the car and then they were waiting on the search warrant to go into Colton's apartment. Um, and so Sharon and Jim, uh, they're waiting there basically at the, at the apartment to see if Colton comes back. Um, and Jim is like, fuck this. We've been waiting long enough and I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So he breaks a, he breaks a, um, window in Colton's apartment and he climbs it. Oh no. Um, you are going to fuck some shit up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a studio apartment. It's really small. Um, when he gets into the apartment he notices that there's clothes everywhere, there's trash everywhere. Um, the, there's like drawers open, all the cabinets are open. Like it looked like someone had basically like ransacked the apartment mm-hmm. from the photos that I saw. It just looked like he lived like that, Okay, but Ugh, I yeah. guess you never really know. Um, 
And he also noticed that there was a very strong smell in the air. Oh, God. So uh, Jim notices that uh, it's a very small apartment. So he looks over and there's a a bathroom. And the door is kind of closed over, but it's not completely closed and it's not completely open. So he thought that was weird. So he goes over um, to check it. And uh, in the bathtub, he finds a female body that's completely covered in blood. (sighs) And there's blood all in the bathtub. Oh. Um, the no. body has oh been dismembered. So uh, the head, <gasps> hands, and feet were placed in plastic bags, and uh, the torso was wearing a green dress. Oh. Jim recognized this oh. dress. No. He knew that it no, was Jennifer's dress. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. <sighs> So, uh, and in a panic, he he runs out of the apartment. Um, he grabs Sharon and pushes her as far away as possible. And he's freaking out. So she obviously knows something yeah. is wrong. So she starts freaking out and tries to go into the apartment. And so he has to hold her back and, like, forbid her from going in there, basically. Oh. It was, it Yeah. Um, so they call the police. The reason I'm starting to get choked up about this is because I heard the 911 call. Uh, It was uh, possibly the hardest thing for me to listen to ever. Uh, the, the mom. Well, I'm like, imagine being a parent. Exactly. Mm -mm. Yeah. She, she gets on the phone and she can't, she just starts basically screaming. And she drops the phone and Jim has to pick up the phone and he just witnessed this and he's having to tell the, the, them where to go basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, the police finally arrive um, and they mark off the apartment as a crime scene. Um, and the, they go in and they kind of check everything out and they find the body um, in the bathtub. And then they find uh Jennifer's head, hands, and feet in a uh, black trash bag next to the bathtub. Um, the autopsy reports say that the cause of death was a single gunshot to the chest. So mm-hmm. when the body was removed from the bathtub and they finally drained out the blood and everything, they find a nine millimeter casing next to the drain. So it was about to go down the drain and they almost lost it. Wow. So they found it. Um, and oh, God, thank goodness they didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because uh, Colton's car had been there the entire time, it was still it was still parked where it normally is. Mm-hmm. They got a search warrant to search his car as well. Um, and they found a gun in his car yeah. that matched the casing that was in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Um, they also found in the dishwasher, along with the rest of his dirty dishes oh, and silverware, there was a machete. What the fuck? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. So he just yeah. Don't he drugs. took the machete? Yeah, he took the machete and put it in the dishwasher because he thought it might like get rid of the evidence or something. Clean I'm off not the blood, really sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, a dead body in your tub is fine as long as the machete is yeah. clean. Exactly. Yeah, the machete's clean, so we're good. Yeah. Um, they also found oh, um, a hacksaw. Um, and they determined that that hacksaw was the one that was used to dismember the body. So, uh, Colton Mm. obviously was nowhere to be found. Um, no one had heard from him from his job. He wasn't at school. Like no, he wasn't around. No one knew where he was. Yeah. Um, so they decide to track his cell phone, um, and they start getting pings, um, from the basically late that night. Um, then the night of the 16th, I believe, uh, or the day before she was supposed to start that night, they start getting pings and it goes from his apartment all the way down to Mexico. Oh, okay. (gasps) Oh shit. Yeah. Um, so I I bet that mom is kicking herself in the ass for calling Mm -hmm. him and like the guilt that poor mom must have. I didn't even think about that, but Mm -hmm. I, yeah, she totally talked to Colton. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so Colton's star- car is still at his apartment. So how who's how is he getting around? How is he getting to Mexico? Yeah. 
Um, so four days later, <laughs> um, the police receive a call from another concerned parent of a student. Um, oh, shit. The parent of Laura Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, the ex that was obsessed with Colton, um, her dad uh, calls Austin police um, because he received an email from Laura saying, um, can you completely gut and empty out my apartment? He's she emailed her dad and asked him to completely clean out her apartment like she was never there. Um, so the Laura's dad knows Colton and he knows the, the relationship and he knows the past with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he he obviously yeah. knows that something's going wrong. He thinks that she's in trouble, that Colton's done something to her. He can't he doesn't know what to do. So he calls the police Um so they have his uh, his cell phone pings. So they kind of know like the path that he was taking. So they start doing, uh, they start getting like uh, uh, traffic cameras and security footage and stuff like that. And uh, they finally find Laura's car. Um, and they were spotted on August 18th at 3 a.m. crossing the border into Mexico. So that's three days after mm-hmm. they're uh, crossing the border into Mexico. Um, there is also a photo of them. Um, and it was taken by the person who they were renting a room from. And it looks like they're on vacation. They're smiling. They have these big <gasps> smiles on their face. They, um, she helped. they just like, they look like they're on vacation. The The person who took the photo was so surprised when the police showed up because he was like, they're like a, like a newlywed couple. Like it, they're, they're like super happy. So th- they, nothing, they didn't it's act possible. like, yeah. And this is two days after um, they find the body. Um, so they were found by a Mexican SWAT team. Um, in a Holiday Inn five days after the murder. Uh, Laura and Colton were both taken to the Mexico-U.S. border um, and where Colton was arrested for the murder and Laura was let go. Um, there wasn't enough evidence to involve her in the murder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they basically they Is were doing... Is it because things... they washed the machete? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> well... Nope, the machete was clean. So, Laura, you can go home. Jeez. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so they, they basically let her go. Um, but they do bring her in for questioning later in the day, obviously. Of course. Um, so she, uh, every question they ask her, she starts to, like, slightly change her story. Basically what she's doing, I listened to a little bit of it, and it, what it sounded like she was doing was, she was trying to listen for where they were trying to push her and she was trying to move her story into that position. Okay. Okay. So she, she was trying to like be a psychologist to the people that are trying to interrogate her. And she's, she's trying to one up on, but it's not working. No, it never does. Exactly. You can obviously tell that she's, she's backtracking. She changes her story constantly and they're like, no girl like we we know something's up you dumb yeah um so this is the story that laura uh tells police this is like the official statement that she gave um she said that she went to colton's apartment um early in the morning um around like four or five um and so she goes to his apartment and she sees a purse um and she asks who it was um and he says oh that belongs to the bath to, to the body that's in my bathtub <gasps> And she was like, yeah, but yeah, fucking right. Like, whatever. And he's like, mm. no, seriously, there's a body in my bathtub. And she's like, Mm-mm, no. And he's like, come look. And she gets up and goes in the bathroom and there's a body in the bathtub. Um, she then says that he takes a knife um, and threatens her and tells her that she is going to drive him to Mexico. So this is the story um, that Laura gives police um on why she drove colton to mexico Mm -hmm. um so 
Colton pleaded not guilty to the murder. Um, he claimed that he had no memory of it because he was so messed up because he was drunk. He was doing a bunch of drugs. He says he doesn't remember any of it. He was blacked mm-hmm. out the entire time. Yeah, I'm sure. So the the story of, of him being blacked out um, was uh, thrown out the window uh, by the jury quickly because during his supposed blackout, he goes to the hardware store. He buys black trash bags, air freshener, cleaning supplies, and a hacksaw. Mm-hmm. Okay. He leaves his apartment, goes to a hardware store, purchases all of this stuff, thinks about all of the stuff that he needs, and then goes back to his apartment when he's supposedly blackout drunk. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work like that. And also, if you're the guy at the hardware store, I'd be like, sir, why are you buying all this shit? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So someone did ask him. They asked oh. him what he was doing because I, I'm assuming that happens a lot where mm-hmm. like yeah. some weird people come in and they're like, what are you really doing with this? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the employee asked him and he said, oh, I'm just chopping up a turkey. <laughs> okay. So that was his excuse was he was chopping up a turkey. Okay. So he needed a hacksaw. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he never gave any motive to the murder. He never said why he murdered her. The only thing he ever said was that he was blackout drunk and he doesn't remember it. Mm. So um, Colton claimed uh, that the brain fog began to lift whenever Laura arrived. um, And that she was basically the one that said, no, this is this is what we're going to do. Um, and he also said that she was the one that um, cut up the body. <laughs> okay. Um, so she would. So he's the one. So Colton is basically saying that Laura cut up the body, uh, but he killed her. And Laura's saying, like, no, I just walked in and found the body. Mm-hmm. Um, So he's he basically he said that he did kill her because he didn't really remember it, but he wasn't able to cut up her body because he cared about her too much. They were too good of friends and he couldn't cut up her body. So it's okay to shoot her in the chest, but Apparently. Like, definitely can't yeah, I, Like up. that's the line. Uh, if you're friends with Colton, that's what you need to know. That line <laughs> right there. Um, he'll drive you to school exactly celebrate you he'll kill you but he will not cut up your body (laughs) exactly yeah this is uh, yeah um so the basically there was too much evidence saying that this was colton that did it Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. it was his gun it was his apartment it was his casing he knew exactly where she was he knew the details about her body and this and this and this Mm -hmm. so it was obvious that it was him um he was sentenced to 55 years for the murder of jennifer um he will be eligible for parole when he completes half of his sentence and so he will be eligible for parole in 2033 which is Ooh. half of his sentence. Okay. So um, Laura still says that she's innocent. Um, and she claimed that she was forced by Colton to do all of this stuff. Uh, she was yeah, later. Why found were you get- so happy and on vacation then? Right. Exactly. We'll, we'll have to post that photo because it's eerie to hear that story and then see that photo. Mm. It's uh. really weird. Um so she was found guilty um, she was found guilty of tampering with evidence and hindering to capture a suspect. Mm-hmm. Yes, but she, I, I can guarantee you she did a lot more. Yeah. When I was oh, reading yeah. this, I was like, she totally killed her. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I thought mm-hmm. when you first said, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's, yeah. she definitely did it. So either Colton actually did shoot her or he's covering and more eh, he doesn't he doesn't seem like the type especially he, if he treated her like crap i think he killed her and i think she helped chop her up and get rid of this they did it together i, yeah. I think yeah. they did that part together but i think yeah. he's the one that initially killed her so um she was sentenced to 10 years um and the 
judge and jury, they, they believed that she was a driving force in this. She believed, they believed that she was a big part in mm-hmm. everything. Um, so in August, August seems to be a popular month. Yeah. August of 2018, Laura was released. Wow. Oh, no. <sighs> <clears throat> Uh, part of her conditions for her release um, was that she was no longer allowed in Travis County, which is Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would not be able to contact anybody that was in- involved in the case, including the families of anybody that was involved in the case. So those are the stipulations on how she got out. That's what? it. I'm yes. like, okay. So first of all, we couldn't get you because the machete was clean, which I know mm-hmm. is the truth. It's just what I'm thinking in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, you won't help chop up any more bodies as long as you're not in Travis County. Because if right. you're in Travis County, you're mm-hmm. going to cut up another body. But if you're mm-hmm. anywhere else, you won't. So it's cool. It's that... totally dope. Okay. So she made like the a... logic. I can't. <laughs> yeah. She made a good enough case for herself that she put it all on Colton. And I'm not saying that Colton was innocent at all because he obviously was not Mm -hmm. but i feel like she had a much larger part in this than what they're absolutely especially as obsessed as she was she was probably like already at his apartment Uh it was probably a big fight and then yeah yeah her their friends all know this relationship they all know that she'll do anything for colton she's obsessed with him that's all she ever talks about so there's obviously some more to the story and that's that's the most frustrating thing about the story specifically and why I chose it because there's no motive. Mm-hmm. He, None. He never says why he did this and he I think that he like legitimately now believes that he doesn't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's told himself so much and told other people that he was blackout drunk and he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm like, that's a, I mean, I know he did a horrible thing, but it's traumatic yes, for him. Yes. So his brain might have just been like, nope, we're not, we're not going to think about this again. Like, yeah. we're going right. to get that out of our. I have to look so her up. What is it? He Jennifer might, Dave. He might honestly not remember. And that's, that's also what I was thinking because um, people that have, uh, that have problems with alcohol and drugs, there are some times where they are very messed up and nobody knows they're acting completely normal. Mm-hmm. It's, it happens a lot. And yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people realize that. So like him going to the hardware store and being able to do that stuff, like it's, it seems very unlikely, but at the same time, the amount that he was getting in trouble for drugs and drinking and stuff like that, it's very possible that he did just kind of act normal. Yeah. Wow. And he couldn't think of anything quick enough, so he just said he was chopping up a turkey in the middle of August. <laughs> That's so in the middle boring. of Austin. He went and exactly. shot a turkey and brought yeah. it home to chop mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. You know all those turkeys running around August. August. That see, is Laura. That is this. Wait. That is Ew, Laura. Oh, she looks creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got that. She like, definitely did it. So if. The picture of her that I saw, I immediately thought, obviously 2004, but it was, it's very like coyote ugly, like uh, yeah. early yeah. 2000s, very thin eyebrows, like spaghetti strap, that very was, skinny. That was the year Eli was born. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the bath. Yeah. Let me see. Storm, look it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look. Yeah, I can't see the things, the picture's too grainy. So there I literally can't see anything. Oh, well, that's the bathroom. If I What's if I name? can find uh Jennifer Cave. Mm-mm. And she looks like someone that like Storm you and I would have went to high school with and like hung out with. Oh wow, yeah. And Colton also like I wonder if you can find the photo of them at the Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah. Um, he's Is holding that the a black Mickey trash Mouse bag with her head in it. Yeah, <gasps> her head, her feet, and her oh hands. God, he's holding a Mickey Mouse. He's holding a Mickey Mouse, and he has like a hat on, and she has a hat on. It looks like they're on vacation, 
and it was taken by the person who they were renting the room from and the person who they were renting it from was like they're just a normal couple and also i'm like that were they like we're in mexico like we're good yeah we're yeah good. very yeah, possible they were yeah but at the same time like colton was very smart i feel like he would have known unless well, they like, were just not... like super messed up that's not something that I would readily know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't think that I would be safe if I was in Mexico, but I would also be like, I'm probably okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, I guess the... it depends on your relationship with Mexico. Well, there's like a whole thing with the border too. Yeah. Like, so I saw I, the, the photo that they, where they found them was them crossing into Mexico from the border and you see, like, there's a photo of, it's a green Cadillac, and she is talking to the person at the window, and then uh, he's just, like, sitting in the passenger seat. And it looks like they're just a normal couple going to Mexico. Damn. So, I hate that. I hate them. That's, ugh. I, God. Can't. I, yeah. I'm yeah. also so upset at that dad for breaking that window oh, i'm yeah. upset for him like mm-hmm. he should not have had to see that when i was when i was starting to read it i was really worried i was like oh shit like this is gonna fuck up the case and colton's gonna get yeah. off and yeah that's I, exactly I was really I worried about it but mm-hmm. luckily there was so much evidence against colton that they even with that with him illegally going into his apartment I mean, he obviously I wonder... left in a hurry because the mom called him. Yeah. So they didn't have enough time to dispose properly. Yeah. Right. So well, also, I'm like, since the dad's the one that illegally broke into the apartment, is it different? Because mm-hmm. he's obviously wasn't in the police didn't tell him to do it. Right. And it, so. there was there was uh, there was no search warrant. So if a police officer did it, then everything would have been thrown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because he's a separate entity and he, he's just a he civilian. Just, yeah, yeah, he just committed a crime, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that whether they charged him for that, I don't know. Uh, Probably not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if I can find uh one of the clips of the 911 call, I I will send it to you guys. Mm. It's possibly the hardest thing I've ever listened to. It, oh my it was, god. It, uh, thank you for calling Austin 911. What's the nature of your emergency? Do you need fire or medical? And she, oh my God, please help me. And she tells them the name of the apartments and then she just starts screaming. And then you hear the phone drop and that was it. I would never be, oh, wouldn't you be, I don't know. You don't know what she would do in that situation. No. I can't, I can't even imagine the no. feeling. Ugh, it was wild. Uh. I bet that poor dad, like the nightmares. And that, oh, it, it yeah. was her stepdad. How do you, well, yeah. Yeah. And, but like, like I said, they moved to Corpus Christi. He treated them like they were his, his family, which they were. Yeah. It was, yeah. That's yeah. so sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes my heart hurt. I know. Oh man. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, so the story that I was going to do before, <clears throat> I thought was worse. But then when I actually started telling you guys this story, this one's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> These are all horrible. That's Every true. single yeah. story that we tell is exactly. horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's I know. I'm like, we need to find a lighthearted. I'm like, I know you can't find lighthearted true crime stories. But maybe we can find a funny, like, paranormal Some, like, pranks story. or something that yeah. went wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> We can find some more ghosts that go hee hee. <laughs> Did I tell you guys that she has been following me around the shop? Oh, the the witch, the story, Stop. the episode that you were talking about, where I witch. was making fun of her. Oh, and I was saying, I was like, oh, she just pulled the sheets off and went hee hee. <laughs> She's like, like stuff's falling off of my walls. I was standing next to someone's station the other day and ink bottles started falling off onto oh my, my, like, oh my yeah. God. Um, she's, she's mad. Sorry, Bellwitch. I'm very sorry that I made fun of you for being so goofy. <laughs> You're totally frightening. I'm so yeah. So scary. So scary. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, Scary Movie 2, 
the oh shit what's the movie where it's like the village and they're oh, making yeah, fun yeah. of the village and the okay. people are dressed up as the monsters uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, you oh, know what so good. I know everyone says that that was like the worst movie of all time, but I love that movie. Yes. I thought it was yes. such a good movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Mm-hmm. And was I good. like the <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan movies. I don't know why oh, everyone same. says that he's like horrible, but I'm like, I love almost all of his movies. Yeah. You know how I like keep signs? saying, what a twist. That's what that's yes. from. It's the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Someone was talking about his movies and every single one of his movies has a weird twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like signs, seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh man, probably what has made me be beyond terrified of aliens. Do you remember when we saw that the first time? I think it was me and you, Deshay, and we were at Nana's house, and Eric took us. I just remember. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe. Yeah. We. It was. We were in a very small town in Arkansas, uh-huh. and there was one movie theater off of the highway. And it was like there was maybe like two two theaters in there, mm-hmm. and we went with our cousin to see signs. And then our grandma lives in the middle of the freaking woods, and there, there's no like she doesn't have TVs in all of the rooms, so there's no noise. And you're hearing the woods, and we just watch signs. And I'm like 13 years old, and I can't <laughs> do any of this. And it was bad. It was bad. There was one night, so. Um... Me and McKenna went camping in Arkansas. I don't know. I probably was like 16. Mm-hmm. And we had walkie talkies. Like her mom stayed at the cabin with walkie talkies and me and her went down to the dock, which was like maybe a 10 minute walk from the cabin. Like it wasn't far. Yeah. And so we went to the dock and we had the walkie talkies and it was dark outside. And we were just sitting there talking and her mom was trying to talk through the walkie talkie, but the walkie talkies were messing up. So it was like all distorted and like, you couldn't understand a word she was saying, but it was like, and so we both look at each other. We're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> You're picking so up ghosts. You can't, we can't. <laughs> so we start sprinting, <laughs> oh sprinting God. back to the cabin and we're holding, you know, cause when you hold the walkie talkie, you can't hear the other people. Yes. Yeah. She's, holding it down and her mom is like every time we let it go like her mom's still trying to talk to us like obviously because we're screaming <laughs> running back to the cabin and she gets there and she's like what is going on and, I, and McKenna was like there was something coming through the walkie-talkie oh my god it was so <laughs> we were oh terrified uh, uh, and knowing McKenna's mom, she would have been like, y'all are so stupid. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> uh, and then we would try to go outside to make s'mores one night. And it was pitch black, so we couldn't see anything. And we, of course, we were like, didn't want to make a whole fire. So we had like marshmallows on a fork and we had a, like, a lighter. A, lighter. Uh, yeah. a big lighter. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so we were out there trying to get the thing to light. And then all of a sudden we hear this like walking, like there was some animal that was not very far away from us walking. We could not see it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, do we run? Like if we start running, is it gonna chase after us? I was like, oh, shit. I mean, literally if we like turned around and walked two steps, we were going to be back inside the cabin, but we were like, <laughs> do we run? Do we just stay here and be quiet? Like we're both like staring at each other and like, Oh my God. And then we, <laughs> we were like, one, two, three. <laughs> like, ran back in the cabin. Oh my God. It's like Jurassic Park rules. If you don't move, then they can't see you. Yep. <clears throat> exactly. That's normally my response is I will, I have, I have like all three of the responses. I guess it depends on the situation. Yeah. I will fight. I will freeze and I will run. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably yeah. all three all at once. <laughs> you were just like running like. <laughs> yeah. And then you stop and freeze. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a dance. <laughs> Yeah, it scares off the opponent. So basically, if you run and you're like fighting as you're running and then you stop and then you just go again, I mean, like, they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm good on that one. You're going to be like doing that down the street. You're going to be the guy on the ring camera that everyone's like, does anybody know who this is? That was 
I it's just me. <laughs> it's just me running down the street, screaming, going like this. <laughs> Man spotted running four blocks. <laughs> and it took him three days because he kept freezing. <laughs> you like end up on people's like next door. Like, did you yes. see? <laughs> I'm the next TikTok trend. Yeah, and then absolutely. there's like one person that's like, I think I went to high school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, isn't that that guy from that one podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's my tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to call him and make sure that he's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that would be that's the really pers- perfect news article. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then you're just like, it was the Bell Witch. She was actually <laughs> Listen, something dropped off the shelf. I didn't know what to do. So I did all three. I mean, you can't blame me. <laughs> and they're like, all three. I'm so confused. Like, Spirit, Is this like something a- fell off of the wall and you ran four blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> extra all the time i can't help it that would be so funny we're gonna have to reenact that let's make a tic-tac yeah oh yeah one of y'all has all of y'all have ring doorbells i'll just run by all y'all's houses and we can (laughs) put them together i always get on the on the next door and i'll get like notifications like did you see this or or it'll say something about somebody's ringing doorbells or somebody's doing this oh my god y'all have nothing better to do yeah yes Mm-hmm. I'm like the only reason I ever look at my doorbell is if it goes off in the middle of the day when no one's supposed to be there. Like, yeah, right. Like when you're not time I'm not anybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever seen American Horror Stories? The like individual episodes that are each no. something different. Mm-mm. There's one about the doorbell, about Ugh. like a ring doorbell. No, it's wild and it is not what you think, <clears throat> but it's it was really cool. There was a couple stories I was reading on our town, because, you know, I live in a teeny tiny town, mm-hmm. um, Facebook thing, that there was a couple people that were, like, ringing the ring doorbells and trying to come get you to come outside so mm-hmm. you could help the lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the wife had ended up calling the police because the the husband got on like, because they had cameras all around the house Mm -hmm. and there was guys like hiding on the sides of the house and stuff while this Mm. woman was like, can you please help me? Can you please let me in? I just need to use your phone. Can you please help me? Help me. And she was like, if I had just walked out there and helped her, like who knows what would have happened. I just opened the door. I'm like, that's "That's terrifying. For some reason, I know it has nothing to do with it, but that reminds me, have y'all seen that TikTok where the person comes to the door and they're like, Something about a, a lot. You lost your dog, or I Mm-mm. think I ran over your dog. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound funny to Shay. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm like, like, I would not think it's funny. So like, that person is like, "Well, what did it look like?" <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Like, like <laughs> they like put their hands up and freeze and stick their tongue out. <laughs> Oh my god, that's horrible. Oh, that's so bad. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, I watched this one today. It's so bad, but that I don't know why that reminded me of it. It was horrible. I did not like it. Just so you know. And it was this girl. Like I laughed a little bit, but but I didn't like myself. Somebody stitched it, and it's this girl, and she's like, I got some really good news today. You know, she's like, um, my my mom is dead, so will y'all be my mom? Because I got some really good news today. She's crying, and then the guy's like stitching it, right? So mm-hmm. he's just watching anything, and then all of a sudden, a cut, and you see him. He's laying on the floor, like I feel like he's dead. Like, it's oh just, my like, god! Like my mom is dead. Will y'all be my mom? And I'm like. You're so oh, wrong for that. God. You got so, on the dark side of like, TikTok. How is this on my <laughs> I was about to say, I'm on, I'm on the side of TikTok where there's this sweet, southern, blonde-headed lady. Mm-hmm. And I almost was like in tears because it was so sweet. And she like gets on there. She's like, hi, how are you doing? 
Mm-hmm. Did you have a rough day? Oh, Did you have yeah. a rough day? Is it Mama Todd? Like, I just want, I don't know. And she's like, I just want to let you know that I'm proud of you. I know you had a rough day, mm-hmm. but I'm proud of you. And I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. <laughs> there are some days where you just really need those. Yes. <laughs> she's, there's one like that. And she's like, she's real beautiful. She's real skinny. And she like, mm-hmm. she's like. Like blonde you, hair. Yeah. She's like, have you eaten yeah. today? Or mm-hmm. she's like, do you mm-hmm. want to eat with her? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, do you want to eat with me? Yeah. yeah, she goes. Her. We're gonna take one bite. Let's take mm-hmm. one bite together. Yeah, yeah. Her okay. son passed. Her son passed away. Like he got murdered. Yeah, like a few months ago. God, it was so sad. Yeah. I, and I'm like, and good for her for still like you know that's hard. She is. Yeah, I mean, and she's, she's just still like on a there. bright light. And mm. yeah, she's awesome. And she, she has this one like thing that she does all the time. So her husband's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And then he goes. So he'll go around all over America. And then she'll like show you the things that he brings. <laughs> there was one, oh my God, I was dying. She's like, you know, telling the story about her husband being a truck driver. And then she goes, what the hell is this? And it goes to her and it's one of those, those heads that makes you look like a cone head. <laughs> and she's just like shaking it around. She was like, why the hell did he give me this? It's like, she's like, I'm about to take it off and bump him in the head. <laughs> she has like baby Yoda glasses too. Yeah. Her. Oh my uh-huh. God. Y'all she have holes so... on TikTok. I, my TikTok is nothing but like dog videos and thirst traps. That's, yeah. that's oh, yeah. all. I have a lot of cat videos. But yeah. Me and Richard will go through like every couple days, we'll like go through and show each other the TikToks that we liked. Mm-hmm. And 90% of mine are cats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the one where the cat's at the vet and someone like talks over it? It looks like he's like being so. interrogated by the vet and he's like uh-huh. on his back and the vet's like, Do you know this person? And he's like, No. And the cat like opens his mouth and he's like, He's like, You were seen on video with her. And the cat opens his mouth and goes, Fuck. <laughs> I love those where they like. If I could find it, I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love cat TikToks. And then I'm also on the. um, I know all the deets about the sister wives. Oh, same, Mm. same. Yes. I'm like, what is going on? All my, it's like every other TikTok is about the sister wives, and I just get reeled in. I'm like, yeah, fuck that dude. (laughs) You go crazy. They're all about to leave him. Well, except for that one. I know. It's very oh, dramatic. It is. It is. I have a lot of Christmas like aesthetic on mine too. Like mm. mine still <laughs> has yeah, Halloween stuff on it. And I'm completely here for it. <laughs> yeah. I like to get all the I like the TikToks of the people doing the um makeup. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Or I'll, like cut to them like as it or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> so mine is like really trying because I used to be really into makeup and there's this one person who goes on, uh, what do they call it? Spicy links. And uh-huh. it's them getting ready before all of them. And she's like doing her makeup. And she's like, I have 20 minutes to go meet this guy. And she's like, do your makeup in 20 minutes to go meet a guy. It's so, it's trying so hard. It's really trying. <laughs> uh-huh. I, TikTok has taken over my life for a while. I came across a video that, just earlier actually of a stripper counting her money mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> there's amazing. a lot of mine started showing up yes i don't know why it started showing up but it's them washing money yeah <laughs> <laughs> a day in the life of a stripper and it's just well, them washing their money i know and i have to tell the boys mm. i'm yeah. like i highly doubt they're getting coins you know the strippers yeah. right but i I have to tell the boys all the time, specifically Garrett. I'm like, get that out of your mouth. If you lick that coin one more time, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. I'm like, do you know where that's been? That could have been in someone's booty hole. I'm like, right. hey, we're over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to traumatize him, and he's going to think that, like, every piece of money has been in someone's butt store. Probably has been. Yeah. There's, there's a, like, it's uh, – a very high percentage of America's money, all of it has cocaine on it. A oh, very high percentage. Yeah. Wow. So definitely lick all of your money. Yes. Definitely. All of it. I never have cash, though. Like, ever. I don't either. 
of Mm-mm. being a tattoo artist, I carry well, yeah. I don't carry it, but I uh, deal in lots of cash. Yeah. Which sounds so really if you ever <laughs> see Sage out in public, he's got a lot of cash on him. And then steal his money. No, I have a big bowl in my house and I just throw it all in there. So I've just got a bowl of so money. So he lives house. at <laughs> one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, come take my money lane. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I don't, this I, that oh, was uh I apparently am just telling stories from Texas now. I didn't yeah, realize I that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are crazy. And you know what? That was a good one because it was mixed with Arkansas mm-hmm. and Texas. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And uh the Colton's apartments, the the one the his apartments, mm-hmm. uh yeah. I lived in Austin for a little while and yeah. I knew exactly where they were. it was wild could you imagine being like the next door neighbor yeah or like the person below him or above him Mm -hmm. or whatever i'm like i couldn't Uh -uh. that would just be terrifying yeah it's bad and the next person that lived in that apartment like yeah yeah i mean what do you do like you know what i mean like and I know our last conversation about it i did look it up and there is like a certain amount of time you do have to tell them there is that's what i thought like do you have to specify that someone did die in that apartment mm-hmm. you don't yeah. have to specify how but you do have to tell them i'm immediately gonna look it up if you tell me somebody died in oh there. yeah like oh, yeah. and then immediately no yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. yeah if you got murdered no sorry i'm not living in there <clears throat> and i was listening to somebody's um <sighs> listener stories episodes on a mm. podcast i listen to and they were saying that like their house or apartment or whatever that had somebody murdered in it, they had to get like a completely new shower and um, tub and mm-hmm. everything. Like it was stipulation. Like you had, they couldn't just like clean it. Like they had to completely no. replace it. Oh, that it. grosses me out. I would so never like, be able to step foot in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Well, I'm like, well, that's good. At least it's not like, let's just clean it. Like, no, there's a whole new one put in. Yeah. Yeah. My TikTok for a while was a crime scene cleanup. Oh, I've seen that oh, before. Those, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how. Well, I know exactly how I came across, but <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not what How do you clean up a dead body? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, my CIA agent was watching and was like, "Sage needs to know this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this will come in handy." Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> the messed up thing is, it's it's like those satisfying like power washing videos yeah have you seen those yeah that's yeah that's yeah Mm -hmm. the literal only reason i ever get on snapchat anymore is because of those yeah they have like whole little like sections of different people power washing stuff Mm -hmm. power washing and car detailing i don't understand why but it is oh my god so satisfying Mm -hmm. there's a guy i watch that lives in canada and he's mm-hmm. got that very canadian accent and he does it and i like am mesmerized every week i'm like oh, mm-hmm. yeah like, he's cleaning the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i have a friend that does that like for a living and i'm always like can i just come watch you because i <laughs> this is super satisfying he was like yeah. he was I like watching those edited videos is a lot different than watching me work and i was like okay that's yeah. fair but you're yeah. right <laughs> yeah. i just want to go and watch you shampoo really dirty carpets yeah mm-hmm. that's my favorite exactly. part when they, yeah. they carpet clean the and then you see all the like coke or coffee uh-huh. yeah yep coming out yeah <clears throat> that's my favorite we're so weird uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone's like i definitely want to be their friends they are like the coolest people exactly speaking of watching stuff did y'all watch ahead. wednesday no, I just started it. I haven't oh yet. God, it is so good. We literally watched it in one day. I just started so it. So good. And I'm uh, on episode three already. <laughs> I need to start it. How many episodes are there? Eight. 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 And they're like an hour long. I've been seeing a bunch of like her interviews and stuff on TikTok. I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I really like how they did this one. Oh, I didn't yeah. think I was going to like Tim it. Burton. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I was going to like it because the story is so different, mm-hmm. but the family is, it, it explains, I like it. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. And Richard doesn't really like Tim Burton. Like he doesn't 
like any mm -hmm. of his stuff. And he quite enjoyed it too. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's like a more Netflixy Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. definitely like a toned down, but it's still super dark and you can tell it's Tim Burton, but it's not quite Tim Burton. Like I was okay letting Stinky watch it. Like, right. Yeah. It yeah. was never a point where I was like, oh, close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Storm, you were talking about listener episodes earlier. We really want to try and do one of those. If you guys have yes. any, like, stories or any, like, stories you want to hear or anything, let us know because we're always looking for new material. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes. And I think a listener story would be really cool, especially because we have listeners from different countries now. Yeah. Yes. We are worldwide we people. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, a, how many is it? Like, three different countries? Four? Um, I think it was United States, Poland, Hungary. Is it Hungary? Hungary. And, mm -hmm. um, Hungary. United, Hungary. Um, United Kingdom. Yeah. That's so awesome to me. That's so crazy. It's so cool. And I was I, doing I, the math, and I think we're at like third, 13 states. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. But so, yeah, you guys, if you, when you guys listen to us, if you think of something that's like happened to you or someone in your family or something like that, let us know, hit us up. We'll talk to you about it. We'll put it in an episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So Storm, where can they contact us to be able to find out more information? We are on Instagram and Twitter at S nope three SWB podcast. And then we are on Facebook, um, three siblings walk into a bar. And then if you do want to email us a story, um, it's three siblings walk into a bar at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. That would probably be the easiest way for us to get a listener story. Yes. But if you do just want to give us an idea about just like a normal story, like, hey, I'd really like it if you did the Night Stalker. I know we already mm -hmm. did them, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, then you, that would probably be easier, like messaging. I did have someone. Or comment on one of our pictures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I did have someone recommend Gacy the other day. That would be a good one. Mm -hmm. Megan I recommended Chris Watts. Chris Watts. Mm. I don't know that I know that one. You will. Mm -hmm. It's very. I have one that I remembered and I went to go look him up the other day and I'll, I'll do the, I'll, when I do the story, I'll um, tell you what I Googled because this is how I remembered him. Oh, and so I had to Google a certain something <laughs> to figure out what his actual name was. Mm -hmm. So, but it was funny, but I also need paranormal yeah, ideas. yeah. I I've got one coming here. up. <clears throat> yeah, soon ish. <clears throat> so okay, but yeah. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar. <laughs>